This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. And today we're focusing on productivity, procrastination, everybody's favourite topic. I'm an expert. I think we all think we're experts, don't we, at procrastinating? Um, but Alex, you've brought today some some potential ways in which we can combat procrastination and, and I'm keen to hear them. Yeah, so the interesting thing about this article we found is that it doesn't treat procrastination as though it's like you should just watch the clock more effectively. It comes at it from a slightly different angle, which is that there's probably an emotional component to procrastination that's more of a root cause than just losing 15 minutes that turns into three hours on YouTube, which I would never do. So <laughs> the thing that you see here is that procrastination is usually framed as an issue with time management. You know, the idea being, I haven't fully appreciated how long this is going to take me and I'm currently not really doing much to work towards it. So if I just got a better grip on my schedule, then things would work better. But instead, what they say is that maybe we're putting off a task that is making us feel bad or uncomfortable or stressed. And what we're doing instead of wasting time, we're just going towards something that's more emotionally palatable, like watching videos of animals doing hilarious things on YouTube. So what what are the most like common modes of procrastination? Is that is that been listed here or should we just sort of hazard a guess at some? So because for me, it's definitely watching YouTube, scrolling through Twitter, um, you know, social media generally. I mean, like, social media has got to be high on the list for everybody. Oh, yeah. For me, it's, it's Twitter on the phone for sure. How about you, Ryan? What do you, when you're procrastinating, what do you find yourself doing? Yeah, mine, mine's a YouTube sort of rabbit hole usually. Um, but the thing is with me, I find that all I have to do is just keep that focus and, and not go onto it sort of once. But as soon as I've done it once, then something gets easier and easier for me to sort of revert to like, oh, this is hard. I'll just go on YouTube for a bit. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it'll start with like good intentions. Like maybe I'll take my search for whatever I'm researching to YouTube. But I know what I'm doing, really. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for those suggested videos. Yeah, the the new one, the new uh, procrastination tool that's entered my frame is uh, thanks to the Queen's Gambit. So I've got that to blame. But it's now just like jumping into my chess app and playing a game of chess against this bloody bot that I can't beat. If anyone can tell me how to beat, what's his name? Nelson. The 1300 South African bot on chess.com. I'd really like to know because he's got a very aggressive queen and I just, I don't know how to combat it. All right. So we're obviously putting off the tasks that we're supposed to be doing. Like for me, it's because it's something that I find boring or I don't want to do or it stresses me out or I'm worried about the outcome or I'm worried about it not being good enough or whatever. That Those are certainly the reasons for me not, not working on stuff. Um, rather than it being like a misun you know an underestimation of how long it takes although we all do that too um what do we what do we do to combat that do we just sort of say i don't know, give ourselves a sticky bun if we do it well it's more just like zooming out a bit so in the short term it'll make you feel better but in the long term it just contributes to that to the worst version of stress which is that overall oh balls i'm not going to get anything that i need to get done done on time or done full stop, which is way worse. Another interesting thing they talk about in the article is that, and this sounds kind of negative, but it makes sense, which is that if people 
didn't think their mood was going to get better, then they just did the work. So if you think, oh, I can make myself laugh or something by going off and watching YouTube, but rather if you tell yourself, I'm just, if I just suffer for five minutes, it'll be fine. Because once you're rolling with something, it's much easier. Because that's the thing for me, is that approaching like a five or a six hour edit, my head is screaming at me, don't even open this can of worms. There's so much to do. It's like, it's overwhelming to look at it. But if you just do the first thing and then the second thing and then the third thing and just be okay with being uncomfortable for 15 minutes to the whole day, then you're, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the entire day. No, you're absolutely right. Once you're, once you're doing it, you're doing it. And then the feeling of, you know, the feeling of finishing it is really good you know much better much a much longer lasting hit of endorphins or whatever than you know watching a cat video but the interesting thing that this brings up is that there's like two groups of people apparently there's like psychologically flexible and psychologically inflexible people so people who decide well i'm in a bad mood now and that's it which by the way is me i'm prone to just deciding okay i'm, I'm in a bad mood and that's that whereas people who are more open to kind of feeling it out and changing how they feel or accepting that your mood could change in the short term, they tend to procrastinate a lot less because they're willing to kind of suffer with the outlook that it'll probably get better pretty soon, which it usually does. Right. Their mood is liquid. I like it. Um, I wish I could do I'm, I am much the same as you, Alex. I find it very hard to... Uh, yeah, once I've decided I'm cross, I, it's very hard to not be cross. It's just allowing yourself some emotional flexibility, accepting that it's not an issue with you fundamentally being unable to manage your time and that a little bit of suffering. I keep saying suffering, which is probably way too much, but a little bit of stress or discomfort, which we all know, right? So I suppose the ultimate question, which this article doesn't answer, is how do you actually, in the moment, convince yourself of this <laughs> a little bit of walking over hot coals yeah maybe we need to get a psychologist on to tell us about why we're all broken and how we can attempt to fix it how about you listening are you an expert procrastinator are you an expert procrastination avoider um if you have any particular tactics i really would love to hear them um you can email them into us at wfh at lowerstreet.co I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you did, I would love it if you could share a, a rating or a view in your podcast app of choice. Um, just consider it a little Christmas gift. That would be, you know, hugely appreciated. And we read every single one. Um, in the meantime, regardless, we will be back every Monday, Wednesday and Friday with new working from home stuff. Thank you very much for listening. Listener.